Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's happening? I can't believe that week 10 is almost in the books in the NFL. It's, it's going by really, really fast. And just, I think next week is the Thanksgiving Day games. It's just insane to realize how fast the season is going by. So uh, I know we all had a, uh, a rougher day betting NFL this uh, past weekend, so... Uh, let's not dwell on our losses and let's look ahead to the wins that will come to the future. If you listen to the Sunday episode, Panthers are already predicting some wins for next week. So uh, uh, jump on board, listen to that episode. But uh, while you're at it, hey, listen to this episode. Oh, good idea. I don't know if I'm predicting any wins. I think I'm just predicting that if you want some value on some teams, buy it a week early because it looked like it was getting worse already uh, with one day. But yeah, look, I'm almost looking forward to football season being over i hate saying that because i love football but god i'm just taking an absolute beating this year and it's just going to be another week of repeating what i've said i don't know shit about football like it's (laughs) it's all over the place man wishing the football season was over you are officially a raider fan now young man Uh, (laughs) Uh, well max uh, i feel like you've got a few talking points to uh go through I usually do. I usually do on Mondays. Uh, let's do Max's week 10 touchdown point number one. At least they won't go 0-17. But start in Pittsburgh where the big Benless Steelers limp to a 16-16 to tie with the Lions. Uh, Mason Rudolph threw the ball 50 times yesterday, which if you are counting at home, is 50 more attempts than he should be throwing in an NFL game. <laughs> Still, uh, you know, uh, his performance... Uh, with no real notice was markedly better than one Jared Goff, who was 14 of 25 for 114 fucking yards. If it sounds like a shitty game, if my intro makes it seem like it was a shitty game, uh, don't fret. Yeah, it was, it was really shitty. And then guess what? We got extra shittiness because it went into overtime where Steelers tight end, uh, Pat uh, Freemuth fumbled the fucking ball with nine seconds left, essentially destroyed the Steelers chance of pulling out the win. Uh, silver lining is again, as I mentioned, this, the Lions will not go. Oh, 17 this year. They still could go winless, though. Point number two is an interesting one. We'll call this the curse of the D-Gen rank. If you thought the KOD was bad, how about ending up number one in our weekly D-Gen rank? Tampa was our number one this past week. They lost to the Washington Football Club. Last week, the Rams were number one. They lost to the Titans. Week before that, it was Tampa Bay. Lost to the Saints. Week before that, it was Arizona, who you guessed it, lost to the Packers. <laughs> Week before that, it was the Bills, who lost to the Titans right after that. This is almost as bad as the Madden curse at this point. And my guess is heading into next week, bet the farm against the Titans, right? Point Broncos, number, number one. Broncos, number one in my books. Yeah, so. <laughs> point number three. Speaking of those Titans, they improved to eight and two on the season. Ooh, Got a close win over the Saints yet. It didn't feel like a win, right? I mean, Trevor Simeon outplayed Ryan Tannehill. You just get the feeling that if the Saints had Alvin Kamara, they probably pull out that win yesterday. Uh, Titans have the Texans next week, so should be nine and two before playing a big time game against the Patriots in Week Twelve. After that, it's the Jaguars win, 
Steelers, probably win. 49ers, win. Dolphins, probably win. Texans, win. So if you're counting at home, that could be a 14 or 15 win team in the AFC, which unless, uh, again, that, that DGen rank curses them, they look like a lock to be the first round uh, buy in the AFC. Interesting. Point number four, a team that might stand in their way. Bill is back, or maybe he never left because you got to remember before Cam got the vid last season, the Patriots were looking like a dangerous team. They ended up kind of crumbling last year, but now they have uh, Kurt Angle at quarterback. Panther, you get that reference? I got the WWE reference there. Okay, good. Good. Because Kurt Angle was known for his ankle locks, and that's their quarterback right now. They could catch the Bills. They could catch the Bills in the AFC. But even if they don't, they're going to make the playoffs, right? The Patriots are on pace to make the playoffs. Uh, Big middle finger to that 2.5 spread again, right, Arch? Yeah, yeah. Wow. 45 to 7. They beat the Browns yesterday. Uh, I mean, a a good, you know, they they played a a good part of the game without Baker Mayfield, who went down with an injury in the third quarter. But I I don't think it would have made a difference. The game was out of hand by that point. Baker was not looking good out there. I I thought Cleveland could keep it close. Arch thought Cleveland could keep it close. But, you know, Bill must have heard the show on Saturday, and that must have been his motivation, right? He heard the show on Saturday. It seems like that's something that he would do. He would listen to our show and be motivated to prove us wrong, right? That sounds like a Bill Belichick thing. What's a podcast? Point number five, Cam Do. Cam Newton did not play much yesterday in his return to Carolina. But on his first play of the season, he ran for a touchdown. On his second play, he threw for a touchdown. (laughs) Not too bad. Uh, Rumor Mill is saying that he's going to start next week. Cam's going to get the start next week. And the rest of the season is kind of like an audition for him to replace Sam Darnold next year. But here's the funny thing. I messaged this to Arch. Cam was let go after the 2019 season because there was concerns over injuries, right? So the Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater. It was pretty decent last year for the Panthers, but they decided to try to quote-unquote upgrade. So they traded him to Denver. In the process, they ate $7 million of his salary to do that. And then they traded for Sam Darnold. So if Cam ends up as the starting QB, they'll be paying Cam. They'll be paying Cam's replacement. And they'll be paying Cam's replacement's replacement. (laughs) And if you thought the, the Jets GM was dumb for trading for Flacco, then, well, I mean, this, this, uh, Carolina Panther situation really takes the cake. Hey, speaking of Flacco, he was three for three with a touchdown in relief of Mike White yesterday. Jets got trounced by the Bills. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo just absolutely fucking feasted on White. They forced four interceptions on 44 attempts with, if my math, math is correct, that's about 10% of his throws were interceptions yesterday. <laughs> Not a good day at all for one Mr. White. Uh, uh, 45 to 17. So I want to rewind a couple of weeks because uh, let's rewind uh, three weeks. Patriots beat the Jets 54 to 13 last week the jets lost to the colts 45 to 30 now they lose 45 to 17 this week the last time that happened where a team lost by 45 points or more in three out of their four games was the 1966 giants so robert sala who is the defensive coordinator for the 49ers prior to this season is the head coach who can claim this awful notoriety you know what? He's still better than Adam Gase. Extra point. <laughs> Riding with Mahomey. Chiefs got a big win on Sunday Night Football, beating the Raiders 41-14. to uh, Patrick Mahomes, he looked like his former self out there. He threw for 406 yards. He threw for five touchdowns. The Raiders defensive coordinator apparently watched absolutely no footage of other teams' defenses from this year on how they contain Mahomes. Like, nothing. No footage watched. 
And maybe this is the Pandora's box, right? Maybe it's been reopened. Maybe this game will give Mahomes more confidence from here on out, which could be a good thing, right? Old old school Mahomes, oh, that would be awesome. Or it could be a bad thing. Because what got him in trouble this season was his overconfidence to begin with, right? He forced a lot of plays, threw a lot of interceptions. In fact, one of his touchdowns yesterday, Arch, I'm, I'm sure you watched the game, uh, his touchdown to Darrell Williams should have been an interception. Yes. And Williams grabbed the ball for a touchdown. So that goes in as a touchdown, not an interception. And I think after the game, Mahomes even admitted, it's like, yeah, that, that like Darrell Williams saved my ass there. So whether or not Mahomes is quote-unquote fixed after this game, I guess it's something we'll see in the coming weeks because guess what? They play Dallas next week, which Dallas's defense can be thrown on, except when your name is Matt Ryan, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they play Denver, who can stop Dallas, but cannot stop Jalen fucking Hurts. So for one night, at least it was nice to see Mahomes back out there having fun, playing some great football. I mean, unless you bet against him and the Chiefs. Like, I think two guys did. That's it. That's Max's Week 10 touchdown. What's, what was your takeaways, uh, Panther? You know, I thought I was going to do something different because, uh, you know, we don't talk about this stuff pre-show. You know, Max shows up with his points, I show up with my points, and we just go. And I thought I'd do something different and not focus on the teams, the, the playoff teams, the teams we talk about all the time, but focus on losers. But Max even covered half of those. But I digress. Here we go. Let's start with point number one. Jacksonville is getting better. They held Indianapolis to under 300 total yards. They were one block punt for a touchdown away from winning that game. So I, I, the early hatred we had for Urban Meyer, the less he stays out of the press and probably college bars, um, the, the better it is for this team. But they are, they are playing better. And that defense, don't look now, but that defense is playing really well. Uh, point number two, Cleveland is in trouble, and they've got a decision to make. They've now lost four of their last six. And with Mayfield, um, basically the way he's played all season and then limping off the field in the third quarter yesterday, they've really got to decide if they're going to keep trotting him out there each week or, uh, you know, the way he's playing, do they, are they just done with him? At this point, I personally, I don't see a drop-off with Case Keenum. I, I think Mayfield uh, sits the rest of the season, but that's just my opinion. Point number three, Max touched on it, but Zach Wilson's, I think his job is safe after Mike White's four interception performance. You know, although we joke about running backs not mattering, the Jets' lack of any type of running game puts whatever quarterback they put out there under a lot of pressure. The Jets have to find a way to run the ball, not to save this season. This season's lost, but to at least build something for next year, maybe in the draft, maybe in a trade. But running backs don't matter, but a running game does, and the Jets do not have one. Point number four, Max again talked about it. Detroit avoids 0-17, but Goff, you know, he talked about the 123 yards. Actually, by the time you deduct the sacks, he ended up with a net of 77 yards. Detroit absorbed an incredibly horrible contract to give Stafford a chance of success, and now the Lions are going to suffer for it for the unforeseeable future. I don't know what they do with Goff. I don't know if they can go get another quarterback. That contract is what it is, but this Detroit Lions team no take is backs. No take backs. <laughs> no take backs. <laughs> Rams don't want him back. He's yours. Point number five, Christian McCaffrey is my MVP. The difference between this Panther team when he's on the field and when he's not on the field is just night and day. Still in the heart of a wild card run and now adding Cam Newton to the to the bunch and looks like he will start next week. A healthy Panthers team is a very dangerous team. I like and you notice their defense even played better when the offense could sustain 
drives and McCaffrey was there. I love Christian McCaffrey. I hope he can stay on the field. I like this Panthers team with him on the field. Point number six, the Vikings are another dangerous team in the wild card hunt. They are four and five, losing the five by a grand total of 18 points. If Minnesota can find ways to win these close games like they did this week against the Chargers, I think they have the offense to compete with anyone in the NFL. That said, if they miss the playoffs, my hashtag fire Mike Zimmer is still in play. <laughs> they, they basically are trying to win in spite of their head coach. And point number seven, Russell Wilson returned, but that Seahawk offense looked about as bad as we've seen them all season. Wilson completed 50% of his 40 passes with two interceptions. He only completed five of 18 passes to Lockett and Metcalf. The season, I think the season's over, if not fading fast for Seattle. And I think now the questions become, what are they going to do with Russell Wilson? And maybe what are they going to do with Pete Carroll? Um, I think Seattle's season is over and we start facing those questions moving forward. Those were Panthers points for week number 10. Man, that Green Bay defense all, all of a sudden, you know, the way they made it. Uh, no, I, yeah. I've been, say, I've been yeah. saying it for weeks. Uh, that, that's why they win games. That yeah. Green Bay defense is legit. Uh, their offense, I still don't like their offense at all. And, and, and Rodgers coming off the vid did not have a good game but i don't think he needs to if their defense is doing what it's doing it's completely shut out Uh, now i I do have questions about why seattle pushed russell wilson to be in this game it's clear that his his thumb injury is still not 100 percent. in fact i think he's five weeks ahead of schedule from (laughs) from post-surgery recovery like five weeks uh, that seems way too aggressive you i think they saw him as oh he's available let's throw him out there that's fucking stupid i i just i don't get why they they tried to force him out there he did not look comfortable at all and yeah that, that green bay defense is really good and just absolutely feasted on the fact that he could not consistently throw the ball no. Well, that and June, and I don't, I'm not really dismissive of the weather factor either. People do not like going into Green Bay with the, the frozen turf and the, the, the snow and the crowd. Those Green Bay fans are nuts when it gets cold, and it is a distinct home field advantage. The entire Seattle team looked out of sorts for that game. All right. I do have one thing I want to talk about real quick before we, we break. This is, uh, this is one of the plays of the year, if you ask me, in the NFL. We just, we just got to watch this one. No sound. So uh, Carr goes back to pass, just throws it. Beautiful pass to Jackson. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's the weirdest what, what, post. Was he lateraling it? It to, looked like, like that in real time. I thought that happened. No, it got punched out. But that uh, is the weirdest post catch run I've ever seen. Let's see. I guess I. Yeah, it's just, just run it again. Didn't, uh, yeah. uh, it was. Uh, it, it, it got punched. Matthew. Matthew tried to make the interception, missed. Missed. It's a punch out right here. Oh, it's a punch out right there. Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. That's great heads up defense right there. Um, so I think uh <laughs> I think your boy McVeigh was probably calling the Raiders asking if they he wanted them to uh cut Jackson for him. No take so, backs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst post catch route or running I've ever that's seen in my life. Bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Like just run forward. Like <laughs> why why are you turning at all? Like what was the point of like spinning right there? Just you catch the ball, you run. Like, isn't that it? Oh, Jesus. Let's take a break. Let's talk about Odds Jam. Built by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest 
Real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sportsbooks help users place risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with odds jam. All right, Monday Night Football. More NFC West action. Yeah, listen, I mean, uh, get the Rams uh, heading to uh, San Francisco. Trying to shake off that loss to the Titans last week. Uh, playing a 49ers team that is 0-4 at home this year. Coming off of a loss to a division rival who played, who started a, a backup quarterback last week. And if Colt McCoy's performance this week says anything, man, the Ni- Niners defense has some major issues. I mean, you let Colt McCoy destroy you last week? Jesus, that's not good. Statistically, though, you look at this Niners defense, and they're not terrible. They rank 10th in opponents' yards allowed per game. They drop off, rank 24th in opponents' points allowed per game. So uh, they are giving up some points. But uh, you know, if you watch them, the defense is even worse. It seems like they just give up on plays at times. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping Stafford can shake off his bad performance, unlike his predecessor in, in L.A. Uh, hopefully he can shake off this bad performance, come out, exploit that defense. Um, and, and I think this is what he's got to do. Just go back to what was What's getting you here? Play action. Throw the ball to Cooper Cup. That's it. Nothing cute. <laughs> the Niners give up 131 yards per game on the ground. So the Rams should be able to establish the run, which means that they should be able to do the play action. Get back to the basics. Win the game. $50 bet on the Rams. When you look at this Rams on paper, it's hard not to argue that it's one of the more balanced teams in the NFL. They've got the offense. They've got the quarterback. Even without Robert Woods, they've already – it's almost like they already knew (laughs) when they went and go uh, Odell. And they've got the defense. So on paper, this team looks like a serious contender. And they've – the last five weeks, well, four weeks that stick out, they've beat up on really bad teams. They've beat up on Houston, Detroit, the Giants, uh, and Seattle. And so in comes San Francisco, who I'm going to say is kind of a really bad team. I think the Rams – Uh, should be able to take care of business here of the five losses the 49ers have four of them they've lost by seven or more points this just seems to fall into that category again i think the rams can take care of business here i'll put fifty dollars on the rams as well before you say anything arch i'm okay with changing my bet to a lean I'm just I'm okay <laughs> with changing my bet to a lean before you say anything i'm just no okay no, it's okay you don't have anything to worry about I like the 49ers in this one, plus a three and a half. Looking at this total, they opened at 45 and a half and went up to 50, 50 and a half in some books. This looks like they think this is going to be uh, an offensive you know, explosion. And I don't think this is being raised just because I think they think the Rams are going to score. I think they think this is going to be a lot of points. I think all of a sudden this is going to be a track meet. I'm going to put 25 bucks on the 49ers plus the three and a half. Shock, shock the world. Division rivals, always weird game. Uh, I like the home team in prime time. So, yeah, give me the Niners. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm Here we go, Max. It's you and me together, buddy. I know. We'll see how this goes, uh, plays out. Uh, I was shocked to see the, the, the 49ers opened as the favorite. Yeah, I need to get confirmation of that. That seems weird. Action I, has you, you, you guys were talking about that yesterday, though, right, Panther? I think, didn't the Niners open as the favorite and it shifted to the Rams? Um, yeah, I think that's what Maxie had said and, yeah. and it shifted and I, I'm not sure why that would have been the case. I really, yeah, I, I cannot know. think for any logical reason, unless there was some rumor that maybe Stafford wasn't going to play yeah. how San Francisco would be the favorite. I can't find a line where San Francisco opened as the favorite. I, I couldn't imagine it. Could not imagine that. Action loves their typos. They're, they're big fans. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
really helps with my data and my metrics. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. What's three points metrics, one way or the yeah. other? <laughs> NBA. Let's start off with this uh, Knicks Pacers game. Uh, after a hot start, the Knicks have absolutely cooled off. And after being a very dominant team at home last season, they're just two and four at home this season. Uh, Indy, man, they've played some very good basketball as of late. And I think that there is some real value in betting them to grab a win today. So a $10 money line bet on the Pacers. I gave this game a hard look. I was going to jump on the Pacers until I realized they just played. They just played each other, and that just kind of caused me to back off. The the Indies played a really tough schedule the last week, especially that road trip going out with Denver and Utah, and they're playing monster big, some of the best in the business, and then going against Julius Randle again. But they've answered the call. I think the Pacers are the play again, but it's only a lean for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm leaning the Pacers with you, Max. I like it. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm just not going to bet it. But uh, – Plus 135 over here at Actions, what you got? All right, not bad. Hey, uh, Miami at OKC, you know, I've, I've hit on a fewer uh, big underdog money lines this season, and OKC has actually been involved in a couple of them. Uh, recency says that the Thunder cannot hang with elite teams. You just look at yesterday, they got smoked by the Nets. <laughs> but Miami's only 4-4 four and four on the road this season, and this is their fifth straight road game. Uh, he got a nice win over the weekend, I think Saturday, against the Jazz, but prior to that, they lost their three road games. I think this is a winnable game for Miami, absolutely. But I run the numbers, and it's very, very close. So I still have Miami eking out a win by a point. It just means the implied probability says I should bet in the Thunder with a money line. So $10 bet on OKC. And when I go through the injury list and I see Butler and Bam out of Bayou both showing up as day to day, even though I expect them to play, just their names popping up um, and they've been on this monster road trip. Just It just gives me a little pause. Assuming they play, I do think Miami wins, but I agree with Max. I think the play is Oklahoma City with those double digit points. Only a lean for me on the Thunder. All right. No, I love this play, Max. Plus 375. Are you kidding me? This looks to be a much closer game than the money line implies so yeah i'm with you 10 bucks on on okc i hope panther's right and then and jimmy butler and bam just say ah it's the, it's the last game of the road trip let's take off it's the thunder we don't need to play no well they don't need to play a whole game maybe you know <laughs> cover. uh next one up for me let's talk pelicans at the wizards uh you know speaking of a dog who paid me out this season uh, hit a very nice plus line on the pelicans on saturday dare i take them again no no, I do not. Wizards have won four games in a row. And, and just, I mean, in general, they've been a very competitive team this season. They're five and one at home, and they beat the Bucks and the Grizzlies at home this past week. Uh, New Orleans, they're getting healthier, and the Wiz apparently going to be without Bradley Beal. Still, I think this is an overreaction with Beal being out. I think Washington can still win this game. New Orleans got their win for the week on Saturday. Uh, $10 money line bet on the Bullets. Yeah, this is look. New Orleans is not a very good team, and I think even when they get healthy, they're probably not a very good team. So going against a Washington team where it looks like Spencer Dinwiddie is an absolute perfect fit, and even more so when Bradley Beal doesn't play, which it doesn't look like he's going to play, Dinwiddie has answered the call and is not has no problem being the alpha. I nope, they don't have the big names, right? It's just Dinwiddie and Beal, and then a, a hodgepodge of 
everything Kuzma, else. Man, Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Kuzma's been playing well. Kuzma's been playing well. Monster rebounder, but but that's what I'm saying. Kuzma's not an A-lister. He's, he's, he just gets in there, gets dirty, does his job, and that's what this bullet team is. I, I like this Washington team, and I agree with Max here. I'll lay the two or three points, whatever we're laying here, for ten bucks. Two and a half. Laying two. Yo, I think there's a little bit of value, just a little bit of value on the Pelicans here. I'm going to put 10 bucks money line on the Pelicans plus 145. Washington doesn't have good cuisine, so Zion's not taking the whole team out to eat anywhere. So <laughs> it might be ready. Real quick, a quick aside. Let's talk about Kyle Kuzma right here. If you're the Lakers, wouldn't you rather have Kyle Kuzma right now than the Russell Westbrook experiment? <laughs> or, or Lonzo or Julius Randle or <laughs> Josh Hart, uh, Brandon Ingram. I mean, yeah, the list yeah. goes on and on, like honestly. Last game up for me. Let's talk Phoenix at Minnesota. Suns are my most likely team to win today. 93% Ooh. implied probability on this game. Uh, Timberwolves are just two and five at home this season, and both those wins were their first two wins of the season. That means five straight home losses, and you can make that six. Uh, Suns have won eight games in a row. They are resembling that team that made a run to the championship last season. I love how the Suns are playing. I do not like how Minnesota is playing right now. Ten dollar money line bet on Phoenix. Yeah, the only thing that gives me pause here is just that the line isn't worse than what it is. Uh, DeAndre Aiden will be out again, but. JaVale McGee has really stepped up. I don't think they're missing Aiton at all. And Frank Kaminsky in the second unit sliding in. You're getting big production from these two guys. I think they'll be able to not necessarily keep Carl Anthony Towns in check, but do enough to limit Minnesota's production. I don't, like I said, the only thing that scares me is Phoenix minus four. I'd, I'd expect it to be a lot worse. I'll put 10 bucks on the Suns as well. You know, I ran it and it looked a little bit closer. Uh, Max, you're right. I do have Phoenix winning almost every single time, but not the clip that uh, would scare me off betting Minnesota plus 155 money line, which is what I'm going to do. 10 bucks, Minnesota. All right, that is it for me. Panther, I think you got a couple more. I have one more. Uh, we're going to take a look at the Nuggets going to Dallas. Um, you know, the, the Nuggets are still kind of banged up. Michael Porter Jr. out. Um, you know, Jamal Murray still out. Um, but this team, even with those guys out, are still deeper than Dallas, like Luca and Porzingis, and I don't know, just a little Brunson. Uh, I, I don't know who else is on this team. Like, and now Dallas is favored. I feel like I'm jumping into a trap. I was going to money line it, but since it smells like a trap, I'll take my four and a half points and put ten bucks on the Nuggets. I, I don't even know if we're allowed to say this anymore, but moral support, Panther, moral support. I, I, I have Dallas winning this game by a point. And if you have you seen what Luka looks like this season? Has he been hanging out with Zion too? Uh -oh. He's getting a little porky. He's a little thick. He is a little he's, thick. He's, 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 I, like at first I was like, oh man, he put on some he put on some muscle. He's uh-uh. Uh, he's just eating some food. It looks like like it's like fat Luca out there, but he's still playing at an MVP like level. And and I love the kid. And uh, you know, I think I think he's uh, going to power this team to some wins this uh, this this year. And and maybe this is a win. But again, I got this a point within a point. So a lean on the Nuggets with those points. Mm, yeah, I'll lean the Nuggets here with you, Panther. Just go for the full trap, man. Don't 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 pussyfoot around. Just jump in, both feet. Money oh, line. just take the money line. Just yeah, take the just money do line. It. Yeah, yeah. Don't just don't just tap the trap. Just stick your dick in full. Yeah, not if Dallas wins by three, I'll feel a lot better. <laughs> All right, I guess that's it. We're over to the ice. 
Oh, yeah, only a handful of games, a couple of games uh, on the board. How small are your hands? It's only two games. Yeah, and, uh, not small at all. In fact, oh, 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 I can oh. actually, I can actually, like palm a basketball. Oh, look at this. Yeah, look at that. It's like a palm yeah. of basketball. Sounds like a former president over here. <laughs> I have the greatest hands in the history of humanity. <laughs> Large hands, amazing hands, the best hands you've ever seen. <laughs> they're real and they're spectacular, Arch. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm on this uh, Islanders Lightning game. Listen, Islanders still on the road. Has not been a great start to the season for them. They they've dropped to the bottom of the Metropolitan Division. They they have the third least amount of points by any team in the Eastern Conference. They've lost two in a row. Their defense has given up nine goals combined in those losses. But it's not like Tampa Bay's running away with things right now. They're a decent enough home team. Uh, they've lost to some better teams in the league at home. But this is not the same dynamic offense we've previously seen. And I know it sounds like old Max here hating on the lucky lightning. (laughs) But guess what? Luck has nothing to do with it. Their PDO is actually below expectations this year. They're actually an unlucky team this year. Crazy, right? Look at look at their actual goals, though. They they rank 24th in goals per game. Uh, Sorry, 24th in goals, total goals this year. It jumps up to like 15th or 16th per game, but 24th in goals overall. 24th in expected goals for, hmm. which means this could be their offense. This could be their ceiling of what, what we are expecting for them. So I, I, I have Tampa Bay winning this game, but with the plus line, I think it's, it's worth a, a value shot, a $10 bet on New York. Yeah, this is the game that I'm on as well. I, it looks to me, the Islanders have this brutal road schedule where they wait for their arena to get finished. And They've fared very, very well, all things considered. I think this is a win for the Islanders, plus they get to look at all those home games in the future. But you look at the last couple games, you mention them, they just, it looks like it's wearing on them. It looks like they're tired and they're just ready to go home. Uh, Tampa Bay is not playing great, uh, admittedly so, but that just means they can only get better. I don't think this is who they are. I think they can get better. I expect this to be a lower scoring game. You get DGENs might want to look at the under here, but I think the Lightning can take care of business at home. So I'm going to put $10 on Tampa Bay. Yeah, the Lightning look like they're going to win, but man, is it close. I, I don't know if I'd want to lay 130 on the Lightning, but I'd like a little bit more from the Islanders too. I don't know if plus 118, it just dropped, is is uh, you know worth it either. So I'll lean the Lightning, I guess, in this one. Yeah, and, and that other game, I want nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it at all. I, I, I don't want to touch that game because, I mean, I, I like the Blue Jackets. I like the Blue Jackets at home, but they've kind of shit the bed recently. And, and the Red Wings, they're a dangerous fucking team. I want nothing to do with that game. In complete agreement. I looked at that and I was like, I'll wake up tomorrow morning. And if you told me either one of them won, I wouldn't be surprised. So mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get to a side. All right. Talked about football, basketball, and hockey, Max. That is it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. I promise you, uh, if you get it from the Google Play Store, we do not have any uh, malware in there, right, Arch? I don't think so. Don't don't think so. Uh, I mean, I do download a lot of porn. I don't think it yeah, transfers. Yeah, I think over it's just. That. I know. I don't think so. I think it's just on your computer. Oh, I don't okay. think it transfers to the app. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, hang out with us over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us on. I'll take you home with a Panther parlay. We're going to throw together those Rams that Max and I agreed on. The Washington Bullets 
that Max and I agreed on. And the Phoenix Suns, I think we all three agreed on. Put those three together, be your Panther Parlay. And then, like Max said, you can hang out with us on Twitter. I also hang out on Facebook. But uh, just shoot the shit with us. We'll shoot it right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did this weekend, what you're going to do tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. It's all you and Max. All me and Max. Let's see what he did there. I've been called out on, on how I make a point about how it's always me and Arch, me and Arch. Well, now Max and I agree. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.